Hi, and welcome back to Just In Time For Wine. I'm Kat. Hello, and I'm Holly. Nice to see you again. Glad it's that you're back. Nice to be back. Brilliant. Um, so Holly, how's your week been? It's not been too bad, really. I am still in isolation. Oh. Um, yeah, three weeks in now. How about you? Yeah, that's good. Um, my week's been alright. I'm still working hard. <laughs> it's alright, though. Yeah. Long hours. Can't yeah, very long hours. Especially coming up to Christmas, especially being in retail. I can't think of anything worse. Well, I think the issue this time is, obviously, because we've been in lockdown for the whole of November, that's, like, one of our two biggest months just gone. So we're really going to have to make up for it in December. So preparing to reopen is is quite stressful, but it gives me something to do. Fair play, fair play. And it's nice that you're not, you know, you're able to work, go into work, because obviously it's minimal staff and... Yeah. A lot of people are sitting at home bored out of their minds, so I think you're in a really fortunate position. Yeah, 100%. I'm lucky to even have a job after the last lockdown, so... Oh, yeah, gotcha. I can't even imagine what some people are going through right now. No, I I can't, because, like, as much as we all say, oh, back at work, back at work, I take that over, first of all, being on furlough, and second of all, not having a job at all, so I'm very grateful and very lucky. Yeah, same. I think I'm in a very fortunate position being in healthcare that, luckily kind of no matter what life throws at you I've got I've always got a job <laughs> yeah you have <laughs> which is quite lucky really um it does make the long hours very very worth it yeah 100% so Kat what are we what are we talking about today what is the point of this episode so as I'm sure you've seen from the title today we are discussing five feet apart and the issues within that book the issues discussed I think we've both got very different opinions of this book so we'll We'll get onto that further in the episode. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You'll notice that me and Kat have very different opinions of how this will go. So, shall we start with a, a basic summary? Yeah, let's do it. So, in Five Feet Apart, we have two main characters, Stella and Will. Stella's a team with cystic fibrosis who utilises social media to try and live a normal life and also spread awareness of what life is like with cystic fibrosis. While in hospital, she meets Will, who is also a cystic fibrosis patient who's taking part in a medical trial. Stella's determined to follow the six feet rule and doesn't get along with Will to start with because he likes to break the rules and take risks. The only problem is Stella and Will start to fall for each other as she helps him stay on schedule with his medication and the pair manage to secretly go on their first date, staying only five feet apart. Stella explains she's taking that foot for us and the next day it's Will's birthday and Stella throws him a surprise party with the help of Poe, who's Stella's lifelong best friend who is also a cystic fibrosis patient. And the next day brings tragedy. Poe dies, which leaves Stella heartbroken. As a result, Stella pushes Will away. Upon reflecting on how unfair it is that Poe didn't get to live life to the full, Stella decides to live hers and to go see the lights with Will. On their way, walking on solid ice, Stella almost dies, but Will gives her mouth to mouth and manages to save her. That same night, Stella receives the news that she'll be given a lung transplant immediately. The transplant is successful, but when Stella wakes up from her surgery, she sees Will through the window in her room. He had created a display of lights outside of her room and tells her that his only regret was that she did not get to see the lights, so he brought them to her. After this, he reveals that his drug trial isn't working, and he doesn't want her to have to deal with his eventual death, so he's leaving. He gives her a notebook of his drawings of her and confesses his love for her. Will makes her close her eyes because he says he won't be able to leave if she's looking at him. Stella closes her eyes and Will walks away. Oh, what a tear-jerker that is. <laughs> it's so sad. How emotional. I think it's really hard, isn't it? I mean, when you think about the two the two different tragedies that these characters are going through, you know, not only with dealing with cystic fibrosis, but also, you know, unfortunately they've fallen in love with each other, but they can never be near each other because of the risk of cross-infection. It's so sad. 
Yeah, I can't imagine. I truly can't. So for those of you that don't know, um, cystic fibrosis is an inherited condition that causes sticky mucus to build up in the lungs and digestive system. This causes lung infections and problem with digesting food. CF patients are strictly kept six feet apart to reduce the risk of cross infection, as contracting bacterial infections from other CF patients is dangerous and can even cause death. Which, if cystic fibrosis wasn't a challenge enough, you've now got to distance yourself from every other CF patient in the hospital. And I suppose that brings us to issue one, really, about it being medically accurate. Yeah, so... On the whole, medical professionals say that five feet apart is pretty accurate. Um, so, some patients with cystic fibrosis don't like to see the illness portrayed as if every birthday could be their last because they think it makes them a victim. They don't really like that mindset. They prefer to look on the bright side. Um, from what I've seen, other patients will certainly say it's nice for people to see how hard people with cystic fibrosis have to work just to stay alive and breathing every day. And they also like it to be shown that they are real people with real feelings. And I think that came across super well in the book. Um, however... No, I was going to say, I kind of don't agree. I thought the characters were very two-dimensional. I, I didn't think there was enough character development in there. It was it was very flat for me, but again, I can get onto that a little bit later when I summarise my entire thoughts. Um, I think it's really interesting that people with cystic fibrosis don't like to be called victims. Yeah. Because obviously this is a condition they're born with, um, and it doesn't ever go away. It's a, it's a lifelong condition, what I'd call a chronic illness. And... You know, some people, when you are acutely ill, so, um, you know, you're you're a victim of an accident, It's you know, because it's it, um, it's a short-term accident, whereas someone with a chronic illness that will have to go through it their whole life would prefer to have a positive mindset over a negative, because no matter what they do, this is something they have to live with, which I think is really important. I think that's really important to, to keep in mind when, you know, if you ever come across a CF patient, if you ever decide to reach out and talk to somebody, or, you know, you know somebody with CF, I think it's really important to keep such a positive mindset because this is something that they're going to have to learn to deal with, unfortunately, for the rest of their life. Um, and there's no point thinking negatively about something you can't change. You might as well live the best you can, as full as you can, just to keep going on with it, really. Yeah, and I think that is an important issue to raise. I think... I mean, Holly will be able to help me with this here, but I feel like a lot of people with chronic illness really do have that mindset of living life to the full, you know. Mm. it You never know when it can be taken away from you, and I think that's something that typically healthy people might take for granted. I agree, I agree. And that, that does raise another important issue for me in the hospital staff in the book and the film, because I've seen the film as well, um, as a whole across the whole story the hospital staff aren't very encouraging of living life to the full they don't there is no kind of psychological support they provide to encourage living life to the max because unfortunately with CF um, it is a life limiting illness it can reduce um, the mortality rate of people I think it's about 44 I read on the cystic fibrosis organisation website um, and I found in the book that the healthcare professionals, the nurses, they weren't encouraging, of course they were encouraging safe practice, but they weren't encouraging, you know, the growth of healthy relationships. They weren't promoting, you know, self-care in a sense of healthy people would do self-care. They weren't encouraging that kind of healthy mindset, if you know what I mean. Yeah, 100%. So I think that's a very important point because 
there's encouraging being safe and then there's encouraging being isolated um i mean i mean when i was doing my research i found that the general consensus is that cf patients awaiting a transplant would never be allowed even six feet apart they'd be kept much further apart which is an issue when you consider the point of the book is that they still back that extra foot and they make it five which i mean it's cute it's romantic but it's very irresponsible so but, and especially another issue in the book is Will has bisapatia, which I think is how you say it. I'm not 100%, but that's that's what I'm going with, um, which is an antibiotic-resistant bacteria that settles in the lungs. And obviously, researchers don't know why uh, CF patients are highly contagious to this bisapatia, but they are, which causes many issues because it then interferes with any infection, which obviously CF patients are prone to infection, um, which limits the number of antibiotics you can give. Um which causes major issues if Stella were to catch Bisapatria off of Will, especially because she's awaiting a lung transplant. Yeah, so I think it's irresponsible at the best of times to allow that. However, with someone with Bisapatria, that's that's just even worse. Mm, it's not great. So I did a little bit of research um, about um, CF, and I found a lady called Julia Rear who spoke to Healthline, and she said that the romanticisation, which... I probably butchered that word, of CF, and the rebellious <laughs> attitude may cause risky behaviour in impressionable and vulnerable CF patients. So, as you can imagine, um, you have some young teenagers, some kids come into hospital, they're all on a CF ward, and they've seen the film, and they think it's acceptable to take the massive risk of, you know, having parties together, um, risking being close to each other, being five feet apart. I think that does cause, because there's no... I found there's no kind of disclaimer in the book to say actually the rule is six feet apart and possibly more. It kind of just throws five feet apart and that's fine. I don't think there's any, I think there needs to be a disclaimer to say actually what the safe limit is. What do you think, Kat? Yeah, I completely agree. I think especially at the kind of age that Stella and Will are, you know, if you're a cystic fibrosis patient and you're young like they are and you see, oh my gosh, they're bringing a book out about this. How exciting. You can't wait to read it. And it's kind of encouraging this risky behaviour and it's, I agree that it des definitely needs some kind of disclaimer just to say that, look, this isn't practical, this isn't safe, make sure you're staying at least six feet apart. Yeah, that makes the most sense. And in, as well, I think the book was really important because it addresses, it's, I think in our current climate, it's starting to address disability in people. I find that there's not enough disability representation. And this book yeah. did that, which, you know, kudos to that. But at the same time, it did encourage risky behaviour, which, you know, impressionable young people, even impressionable adults, vulnerable adults may find that, oh, if this says it's OK, then it's OK. And it's not. Yeah. Um, so people, it is it is six feet apart for your own safety. <laughs> please listen to the rules. Please listen to the guidelines. Uh, us health professionals, we're not saying it to be mean. We are doing it to keep you safe. So please, six feet at all times. Yeah. And I suppose another question I've got from a medical point of view is, is it realistic enough in terms of recovery? So things like medication-wise, things like transplant-wise, would you, from someone who's not got a medical background, what would you think about Stella's recovery? What do you think about um, the way that Poe's death was portrayed? What do you think? So I think... Yes, Poe did die of CF. However, the two main characters, the two patients who engaged in the kind of activity that can kill people with CF, they didn't die, which unfortunately isn't reality for a lot of people with CF. Our characters are consumed with dying to the point where they're willing to overlook the contact precautions and they talk about how life-shortening the disease should be, but they both live happily ever after. 
it just didn't feel right and honestly it felt like a bit of a cop out yeah yeah it did when these kinds of things happen in real life the ending's often very different and i think five feet apart hugely misrepresents that i definitely agree um i found that death was very glamorized yeah um especially in the film because obviously it's a much more visual representation but especially in the book um the way that Poe's death was shown wasn't very realistic no it was you know he kind of was laid on the floor and that was it and unfortunately that isn't the case with a lot of cf patients i'm not going to go into the details it is really grim but it is not nice um and that's kind of as far as i'll go with it because i don't want to scare people for life um but again for a lot of cf patients there is hope of life prolonging treatment um which in will's case he had a very negative view of all these amazing trials he was taking part of which i think not only gives us the public the wrong idea but it may also give impressionable adults and impressionable teenagers the wrong idea of what actual hope is out there to not only be treated but cured and there is some really amazing research going on in the world right now by some amazing organizations and they have all said that they are hopeful that at some point there will be a cure for this um, which I also think that Five Feet Apart did mis- misrepresent. Um, I would also say that it may make people forget that people with CF are still people. Um, they suffer with the same mental health issues and emotional turmoil that everybody else does, and it doesn't have to be CF related. Yeah, I think that's important. Especially with the way that Stella deals with grief and the way that she deals with the emotional hurt that she feels when she can't be with will it all seems to revolve around the cf and not it doesn't necessarily always happen like that you know these people may have general health anxieties which i don't think is addressed very well in the book yeah i'd also say that the way stella deals with the death of her friend is also very harmful to impressionable readers um obviously there are many many ways to deal with grief and everybody deals with grief differently but she decided to become reckless and abandon the rules because all hope was lost, which I think is another fault on the writing where the healthcare professionals didn't step in to provide that grief support for obviously all the witnesses that witnessed Poe's really traumatic death, um, which I think is a massive issue because obviously you don't want to be teaching the wrong ways to deal with grief. There are right ways, there are healthy ways to deal with grief. And I think it's really important that not only healthcare professionals, but people that are writers and filmmakers and music writers, they all kind of support all the same healthy ways and not just saying, this is how one person dealt with it, which means it's okay, and it's it's not. Yeah, I completely agree with you on that. I think there should have been some representation as to the help that is available, mm-hmm. because showing her going off with Will and being dangerous and being risky, that's dangerous in itself. Yeah, definitely, I'd agree especially with what happens at the end of the book when Stella falls through the ice um, because she decided to be reckless and then Will had no other choice but to pull her out of the water and give her a mouth-to-mouth which again for those of you that don't know the way that B. Sepatia is transmitted is through saliva so things like coughing, kissing, sneezing it, it, it comes out in water droplets um, so obviously giving her mouth-to-mouth would give her a very very high risk of passing on um, B. Sapatia to Stella, which again, I think that was a really unfair position for Stella to put Will in because yeah. he seemed very uncomfortable. You know, he didn't want to kill Stella, which he possibly could have done um, by giving her this bacteria. 
and unfortunately she forced him into a decision that he never would have wanted to make yeah gosh I'm so glad we have a nurse here today <laughs> I'm trying my best I don't really know a lot about cystic fibrosis so I'm I'm trying my best <laughs> yeah so I suppose that brings us on to our next issue about romanticizing fatal illness yeah so a huge positive of five feet apart is that it raises awareness of CF among the general public it not only educates on what CF is but explains the intricacies of the disease and also highlights the treatment burden undertaken by people with CF in the book it is very apparent that it is not an easy task um stella develops an app to help people keep on track with their medication she tries to get will to stay on track with it um and it is portrayed as a huge undertaking and i think that isn't something to be taken lightly um when you look at people with cf speaking about their illness they do say that that is a huge thing the treatment burden is massive um However, with romanticising fatal illness, Jen Wynnum, who experienced CF as a team, said, What I do find harmful is the romanticised presentation of a fatal illness that is so isolating, embarrassing, and at times downright terrifying. And I think that's such an important point to make. So, obviously having to stay six feet apart from others with CF is massive. However, there's also being stuck in a hospital doing endless treatment. That infringes on your life massively and that can be scary terrifying embarrassing and they can't help but feel isolated you know and i think five feet apart really romanticizes it and making makes it seem oh you know it's nothing when in reality that's that's massive for sufferers it makes it look easy which i think is really damaging because actually it is a massive it is a massive task at hand being able to self-manage your own medication and your own treatments is a task in itself. It is really difficult, um, especially if they're time-sensitive medications. Um, which, to be fair, kudos to the book because, you know, Stella was able to keep on top of things. It made it look like, actually, the management of this is possible. The outlook is possible. It's positive. Um, but also, it's not. It was also very glamorised, I thought, in the fact that you could have an app for everything. You could have you know, all this different material would make life easier, which of course there is that out there, but I think for maybe newer readers, younger readers, it didn't really fit the reality. I thought reality was a little bit distorted. Yeah, 100%. And I suppose that takes us on to about death being a better option than life without love, which I think is incredibly damaging, incredibly not wrong, but it doesn't... It doesn't define their lives if that makes does that make any sense yeah it does i think it's just it's irresponsible is what it is yeah i mean there are many types of love that you can have within life and it does make life fulfilling however not having a romantic relationship shouldn't define your life yeah it shouldn't be the end all of everything just because you can't fall in love or it, it kind of just shows that you know, sometimes death is better and it's not. And I think that's really damaging because people with CF can have romantic relationships. Of course they can, just not with other CF patients. Um, it's really funny that I think that um, normal people, healthy people can't pass on or aren't of any danger to CF patients. So I think it's just really unfortunate that Will and Stella ended up meeting the way they did. Yeah, and I think there's a lot of emphasis put on, well, if I can't love you, then what's the point in being alive? And it, it, that's, that's dangerous. I 
there are so many options out there like you can be with anyone who doesn't have cf and not being able to be with someone with cf is not the be all and end all and i think the book really demonstrates or suggests that there is no other option you know and that's really scary to think about isn't it especially in young teenagers that are at that point in their life where emotions run high mental illness starts to take form um things like anxiety that kind of stuff i think can be really damaging so i think the book should have been more careful with addressing that i think yeah i agree um, which you know is not a realistic expectation of life um, love comes from many different forms. It comes from family, it comes from pets, it comes from friends. Just because a romantic relationship didn't work out in this book doesn't mean that everything else was worthless and pointless. It's quite yeah, a damaging, damaging perspective, in my opinion. Yeah. So is it necessarily a bad thing that life, without being able to love someone physically, is worse than death? Because I wouldn't agree with that. I'd say that life is still worth living. 100%. There's, you don't need a romantic partner to feel fulfilled and have a happy life. Um, I mean, <laughs> as a very single girl, I will stand by that. There's no, you don't need a relationship. Why? And I mean, at their age, I probably did feel the same. However, I don't think it's helpful to confirm that in the young readers. Well, you to know? reinforce that. Yeah. However, it's also vital that diseases such as CF are being highlighted by Hollywood and are being recognised, as much yeah. as it was misrepresented, um, and in some ways represented correctly, there are some yeah. positives to the book. It's not all bad, it's not all wrong. Um, at least it is being recognised. Yeah, it's because, a step in the right direction. Yeah, I mean, I can't remember when the book was published. I think it's... So the book was fairly recently published. It was the end of 2018, which you know, for me, is almost unacceptable to be representing um, illness and disability that late. Yeah, the fact that it took that long to even get to this point is, like, it's shameful. <laughs> I mean, as you said, it does have its good points, it does have its positives, however, there's still a lot of work to be done, and for that to be happening in 2018 just doesn't really seem acceptable. I mean, there are probably many books out there that also address... Um, illness and uh, disability but this is the first young adult version that I've come across personally yeah and I'm 20 so I'm not that old um I was a young adult once um <laughs> I feel much more like an actual adult now <laughs> yeah <laughs> and this was the first interaction I'd come across with disability written in this way yeah. um so kudos to the brave writing because I know disability is such a difficult topic I know a lot of publishers will stay away from it because it's controversial you know it's not what people necessarily want to read about it's more about you know all that young fluffy love and all the rest of it so I think it was really brave to publish something like this however there is still a lot of work to be done in my opinion so issue number three is the issue of intimacy without touch this book discusses something that's rarely considered can there be intimacy or love without touch as a baby, touch is something that we all need. Being held by those closest to us is necessary, and this stays true throughout our lives. But how can that be when distance is forced between you? I'm not saying that it's not practical or realistic. I, I think it's very possible to be in love without ever being able to touch them. However, I'm just raising the question because it's something people without CF take for granted and rarely think about. It's kind of an automatic thing. I don't know about you, Holly, but I know 
being able to hold hands with someone or hug someone or physically show them you love them I would never I wouldn't think twice about doing that and I think it's important to question it's important to realize how difficult this can be for people with CF um According to some CF patients, the book does a good job at demonstrating how isolating it is to not be able to be around those who understand best what living with the disease is like. Of course, those people being other patients. So some say that the book does a good job, others really disagree. And I think I think the most important thing for me is for us to realise how lucky we are to not have to think about that on a daily basis. I definitely give I definitely think the book gives us a reality check of some sort. It makes us realise actually how fortunate we are to be able to show physical affection. Um, For example, I completely agree with you. I think it is really important. I couldn't imagine having to stand six feet apart from my boyfriend. That would be horrible. And especially when you love someone, you just want to be able to show that, that physical love through holding hands, being able to pass them a plate, being able to cut them a slice of cake. Do you know what I mean? Like, I think we are in a very fortunate position and I think it was portrayed really well about how difficult it is to deal with having to stay that far apart. I will give it credit where credit's due. Yeah. Um, however, I, I think it's nice that me intimacy without touch is brought into play. I think it shows how we communicate and show our emotions is just as important as physical love. Yeah, I completely agree with you. I think it's not, I think it's not that we can't have intimacy or love without touch. I just think it's important to highlight that we us healthy people should consider that on a more regular basis you know think about the things we take for granted that others don't have and I think we're in a very privileged position to not have to think about that Mm. and that doesn't just run across CF patients that runs across all patients all people that suffer with chronic illness that suffer with life-limiting illnesses um it's the same with people that suffer from cancer you know they've got really compromised immune systems which means being in contact with people is really really difficult because obviously they don't want to be getting any infections um due to taking chemotherapy and immunosuppressants and all that kind of stuff so i think it addressed really well across the board how people with these kind of illnesses and these kind of disabilities um may struggle with not having that physical touch Um, yeah and it kind of shows the emotional barriers to that Um, especially young teenagers want to be engaging in certain activities if you're getting my drift Um, (laughs) (laughs) and that was obviously that's a major issue for young teenagers that's a really important factor of relationships at a younger age Um, um, and I think the emotional the way that they dealt with that on an emotional level was quite good it wasn't you know arguments and rows it was okay we'll find a way around it there is there is way around these barriers Um, yeah it's about not breaking straight through them but finding a way around them so that you're still safe but still able to enjoy what everybody else is able to enjoy yeah so i think if we think about this in a 2020 context think back to the first lockdown right at the start of lockdown how difficult it was to not be able to see anyone you love that's outside of your household right the only thing for me that kept me going was the fact that if we just listen to it, if we just do it, soon enough it will be over and I'll be able to see my friends again, I'll be able to see my family again. That hope is what kept me going, however, for people with CF, that that is not a thing. There is no, oh well, it will be over soon and I can hug them soon. It's not, 
it's not like that and think about how difficult it was for us all to adjust like going to the supermarket and not being able to stand within six feet of anyone like that was difficult that was really hard to alter your attitude to so I think imagine having to live with that day in day out I think that's really important to remember and to consider how difficult it was for us and we had that hope and I think it's really important to remember we're talking in context of um, CF patients being friends with other CF patients obviously in direct relation to five feet apart that is that is the issue at hand um, because I know that CF patients are able to normally interact with people that don't don't have this um, illness um, but obviously when you are going through something quite hard your first point of call is to find somebody else that is also going through this and seeking their advice and seeking their opinions which must be really difficult because obviously they can't go anywhere near each other. Yeah and especially if you think about the characters so Stella two of her closest people in her life are Poe and Will and she will never be able to hug them she will never be able to go within six feet of them so yeah. I think it also addresses a really important factor that nothing is certain. Yeah if you, think, if you think about Stella's sister Abby you know, I think it addresses really well that Abby wasn't supposed to die. She wasn't supposed to have her life taken as she did. She was supposed to live. She was supposed to live for Stella's life, for her parents, do everything that Stella couldn't. And yet, unfortunately, that didn't really happen, which I think is a really sad reality because that's just how life is sometimes, which really sucks. Yeah. But, you know, what fit can work like that sometimes it works in really mysterious ways okay so it's been pretty heavy up till this point so why don't we lighten it up a little bit holly what was one thing from five feet apart one positive thing that you really liked about the book i really enjoyed when it was will's birthday and stella decided she was going to throw this surprise party with all of will's friends with her friends with Pearl. obviously Pearl loves to cook so he made everybody dinner and it was a really nice dinner with champagne and i think it was lobster or something like that um something really luxurious that they could all enjoy and i really enjoyed how how light-hearted it was how they were just being teenagers they were just having fun um I really enjoyed that. How about you, Kat? Yeah, I think I agree with you there. It was just one evening where they could... It kind of felt like they managed to push their troubles out of their mind just for one night, which I'm sure must be very relieving. Um, One thing that I really liked about the book was the fact that Stella has an outlet to her struggles and her emotions. Um, Stella has a YouTube channel where she talks about her struggles with CF, um, how she's doing. She talks about her sister, Abby. Um, so I think it's really nice that she is given that outlet, not only to educate others, but just to kind of get everything off her chest and 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 help herself mentally. Yeah, I think it's a, it's a nice addition to the original story that um, there are healthy ways of coping and you can help other people and it's so easy and do things you enjoy. Stella obviously enjoyed making these videos, she enjoyed talking about her experience. Um, I think that's really important to remember is to just enjoy it. No point doing anything if you don't enjoy it. So just to summarise our overall thoughts and everything we've kind of talked about, we have our final thoughts on the book itself, on the actual review of the book, and Kat, why don't you kick us off? So overall I did like Five Feet Apart, it's heart-wrenching, it's bittersweet and it definitely tugs at my heartstrings and 
I won't be afraid to admit, I did cry. Nothing wrong with that. Um, I like that it's told from both Will and Stella's point of view. Um, and sometimes the alternating narratives can be confusing in other books. However, I didn't find it distracting. I didn't find it confusing in Five Feet Apart. I feel like that was really well done. Something I took away from the book is a new perspective on being healthy. For me, being healthy is often taken for granted. I'm in the fortunate position of not having to worry about if my body will work the way it's supposed to every single day. Um, unless we're sick, we don't really appreciate how much our bodies do and the complexity of how they work. And the book kind of opened my eyes to that. I felt like after reading it, I was a lot more conscious and a lot more appreciative of everything my body does. However, I can't ignore the issues we've spoken about here. Um, romanticizing a disease which has massive impacts on every aspect of their life in the way that five feet apart does just doesn't sit right with me um you know going back to if i can't have you then what's the point in being alive that's really damaging and that's and that's a really risky message to be sending to the young audience that this is aimed at it is a young adult book so i think as much as i did like the book i think some caution needs to be taken um there definitely needs to be some kind of disclaimer about the five feet thing as holly said earlier um yeah i would recommend it i do enjoy it i did enjoy it but just kind of consider those things um so yeah what about you holly i mean i do agree with a lot of your points about it addressing some really important issues but also bringing up some issues that i also didn't agree with um i think romanticizing illness isn't a great way to represent disability and illness yeah I um, or glamorizing it um i think there could have been a lot more real representations in there perhaps more research needs to be done maybe um more people with cf needed to be consulted before this was published i don't know but this is where me and kat are going to disagree a little bit because <laughs> i didn't enjoy it um for reasons not that we not with the issues that have been raised but for actual reader enjoyment issues um i thought it was a really slow starter not a lot happened in the first three quarters of the book it was just so slow going um which usually i don't enjoy some people do it really really well and slow burns are amazing but usually if you're gonna have a slow burner it has to have a slow burn end which i found five feet apart didn't have everything important happened in the last five chapters and then there was nothing after that it's not like there was a slow burn in the beginning and then everything happened in the middle and then a slow burn and it was just you know nothing and then everything which i found very disappointing i was left very disappointed about the book um, however i think the relationship between the characters was very sweet i think the friendships that were formed were you know really important i you know we all wish we could have friends like poe um, oh, 100%. Like um because they just they genuinely care so deeply about each other even though obviously they're not able to go near each other um of course they were raised around that they were facetiming they could send letters all that kind of good stuff um, which i thought was really really sweet um i like the support network that stella had that enabled her to have somewhat of a normal life again um her parents coming to visit going for dinner in the cafeteria with her mum um, being able to FaceTime her friends while they were on holiday, all that kind of good stuff. It gave her somewhat of a normal, and I say that loosely. Um, and I think you're completely right, it does give a new perspective of how sometimes our own bodies can work against us. 
and is a refreshing reminder for those of us who are in good health and are able to do what we like when we want to. I think that's a really restrictive um, illness to have, and it it was a it was definitely a a fresh reminder to actually be like okay. Um, obviously, it's really hard to ignore the issues that were discussed and that were raised. Um, you know, which, which is thankfully brought to light now. I think it's refreshing that talking about it brings clarity. It brings, um, it well, it brings less misinformation to the table, which I think is really important. So obviously, to get more information, to get more insight of to what CF is, if you are interested, I do have um, a couple of web websites I'd like to talk about. So you can head over to the Cystic Fibrosis Foundation website which is ccf.org. Um, it will be linked in the description, so you won't have to go hunting across the internet to find it. Um, it provides more information and support on cystic fibrosis. Um, you can hear about people's life experiences with CF, and you can also donate to help the foundation to keep running. Um, this is beneficial for the public. It's really beneficial for people with a new diagnosis of CF, with carers that are looking after somebody with CF. Um, I think it gives a really good insight into how to cope, how to deal with it, um, and what other people's life experiences are, which is always nice to have on the table. And you can also donate to the Cystic Fibrosis Trust, which provides funding for the research of new treatments. Um, obviously, new treatments are discussed in five feet apart. Whether they're put across in a good light or not, debatable. <laughs> However, in real life, it is really important to support these projects. You know, they are saving people's lives. And, you know, there is hope that new treatments are being discovered every day. Um, these people that are researching these things work day and night to find these life-saving drugs and I think as the author in Five Feet Apart very much put it at the end of her book um, that although there isn't um, a drug specifically for Bisapachia like the one that Will was taking in the book you know it's not impossible there is new things coming out every day and hopefully something or a massive breakthrough in the future is coming soon we'll just have to see what they start coming out with and I suppose that was five feet apart. Is there anything else you'd like to add onto what no, we already discussed? I think I'm all done. We we discussed some good points. I, I'm I've got everything across I wanted to say. What about you? Yeah, yeah, I'd I'd agree. I think maybe would I would I suggest to giving this a read? I probably would. Yes. Um, take the book with a pinch of salt. It's not. It is accurate, but it does also push across some quite negative, harmful concepts. However, I think for somebody that knows nothing about CF, it is a good starting point and it is a good place to start the discussion. I completely agree. So I think that's everything. We've covered everything we wanted to say. Um, thanks for listening if you got this far. <laughs> We're thrilled to have you here. Um, make sure you subscribe, turn on your notifications, don't miss an episode. We would love to have you on the next one. Um, the next episode is going to be about all the bright places and the issues discussed in that. I'm very excited. It's a very interesting read. It's one of my favourite books, um, despite also having its own issues that we'll discuss in our next episode. Stay tuned, stick around, you don't want to miss it. And if you're more interested in criminals and crime fiction, stick around as well, because after that we're going into 50-50 by Steve Kavanagh, and oh my gosh, that is going to be a journey. I, I can't wait. wait. <laughs> but yeah let us know what you thought about the episode um, let us know what if you've read Five Feet Apart what did you think of it do you agree with us do you disagree with us is there anything you'd like to add if you haven't read Five Feet Apart I hope we've not given you too many spoilers <laughs> would you go back and read it um, if not why um, did anything pique your interest 
um, definitely make sure you check out those organisations. That's super important. But yeah, thank you for listening. Thank you for sticking around. Yeah, thank you very much. And we will see you in the next one. Yep, see you next week. Bye. See you next week. Bye.